Hey, welcome to the show. Grant Cohn here. Uh, no Jason Aponte yet. Been waiting for him the last 15 minutes. That's why I'm late. Sorry about that. Uh, not sure where he is. He's He can join the show whenever he's ready. He was at practice the last few days. Uh, I was at practice every day. So I can go. I, I mean, Jason will come eventually, or he won't. But I can tell you what I saw. First of all, I just want to mention, uh, you guys been asking for merch. I made some merch. You guys wanted the uh, more on him in a minute stuff. We made that. It's really It looks really great. If you want it, go to 49ersqcmerch.com. You can get 10% off by using the code CPH1, Cone Phone 1, 10% off. I don't know, you get a t-shirt, you get like a keychain or whatever. Just saying, if you want it, you can have it. I'll remind you later. But I want to talk about what's going on with uh, camp. Let's start with Trey Lance, and then we'll go. basically I'm going to go through some players who are, who are sticking out to me. If there's any player you want me to ask, you want me to talk about, ask. All right, let's go. Trey Lance. To Lance had a very volatile day. He was uh, 11 for 19 with two drops. He threw a pick six, and then he threw a touchdown pass. Today was the best day of camp because the Niners did what they call move the ball periods, which is like the closest thing to real football that you get in camp. They want, they start first and 10 at the 35 and then they play through it. Um, oh, we got Jason Aponte here. Here we go. What's up, Jason? Apologies. That damn traffic, this, uh, this traffic, man, you know, I mean, what's I funny is that actually that the traffic's worse on the weekend because during the week you can use the express lane, which is like a cheat code in the Bay area, but not all the stuff. All of that stuff is foreign to me. Like in New York, we just drive like on the thing. There's no rules for like what you can do. There's like express lanes, all this stuff, all these caveats. But that's Cali living, I guess, right? Pretty much. Absolutely. There's always an option to spend a little bit more money out here in California. And they'll take it from you. Niners daddy yeah, says, so Good. where is Flav said Lance can't do a two-minute drive and then just did against the top defense in the NFL? Let's start right, right there with Lance. I mean, I thought I was going to be putting him in the not-so-good section. And then he led the best drive I've ever seen him lead. It was against mm -hmm. the Niners' first team defense. He was near perfect on it. What did you see from Lance today and in the last uh, three days? Well, I thought that I thought that he was a lot better today with the quicker stuff. Like I like the timing route that he had with Ayuk on on the comeback. That's good. That stuff is there. That looks good. But then the deep ball stuff is what's kind of concerning. Now Debo wasn't exactly separated on the one deep ball that he overthrew, but then yeah. Kittle being Kittle. like open down gotta the field, gotta, gotta hit. hit that. You gotta hit that. But I think what was the best part about them switching to the situational portion, and maybe they didn't do it on purpose, but it was perfect for him, was you get the pick, you don't let him stew on it, and then you get him to play fast. Meaning, you know, you only have a minute set on the clock. You're down 24-20. That's the game situation. You've got to move the ball. You've got to get everybody. So he was scrambling. He had a good connection with Kittle. I like the fact – I think it was a godsend that that situational drill – came in right after that because it didn't give him time to stew on that. Like he bounced right back and he went and I liked it. And I like what I saw in terms of that, what he did with his legs and, and the connection that he had with Kittle was pretty good on that drive as well too. But that last throw, which was basically, and if, and if you remember Grant, like that, that drill at the end, the defense is playing like, you know, we're not giving this up. They had four guys at the front of the end zone. Like that, like they, they pushed everybody back. They only rushed yeah. three, but they pushed everybody back. He still, made a play to, to Ray Ray McLeod to get the, the, the ball in. So I, I felt like it was the perfect thing for him right after the pick six. Great play by Jimmy Ward, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that touchdown, like, that's that changed everything. It wasn't just the drive, but the way that he – it was 
the last play of the game, six seconds left, had to have it. He was under pressure. He stepped up. He made a play. I can't remember the last time I've seen a Niners quarterback make a play like that in that situation. He was clutch. He was athletic. I mean, he was all the things like the Niners hoped and envisioned he could be one day in that one moment. Yeah. So it was so encouraging. Like what I liked a lot about that drive as well was the scrambles. I felt last year sometimes, especially in the preseason, was like, dude, move. What are you? Who? What are you trying to prove? Use your legs. And he did that perfectly today. I think he'll get a feel for that as he plays more. But that's got to be a big weapon of his. Yeah, that this is uh that was very impressive, man. That that drive right there, and and to to Nate Suffolk's credit too, he actually moved the ball pretty well. But what they were doing is when you would get to the thirty, they would just move you back, and it, I guess that was in an effort to get more reps for Lance. Yeah. But yes, that it's beautiful to have him finish with that throw and finish in the way that you that you explained too, like you know a lot of off script stuff, yeah. but then still finding Kittle right, like it just. It all worked. He never really put the ball in harm's way. He was just playing. Again, like taking the thinking out of it, like just go and play. Like sometimes he needs to be a little bit more free. But we know that Shanahan likes to push things, you know, in his head, like get him like, yo, you need to do this. He does need to work on that stuff. But playing free and easy, that was probably the best thing for him. Um, now, on the interception, to me, what I saw, what and Lance talked about, he's very smart. And when he does make a mistake, he'll go into like painstaking detail about what happened. Um, he said, you know, zero blitz. They blitzed everyone. And I was watching McGlinchey because he was matched up on Drake Jackson. I wanted to see it. But McGlinchey had to block down to pick up a blitzer. And so Drake Jackson was not blocked. I don't know if there was a, someone in the backfield that was supposed to pick him up. He wasn't blocked. Uh, Lance had to throw the ball to his check down guy, Jimmy thought, a mile away. And Lance said, I got to throw it quicker. Yeah, probably. I, I guess that's what would you see. Yeah, that, I saw Jimmy Ward make a great play, man. And it looked like he had it set up and everything. It's, it's again, it's it's Jimmy knowing what the play was coming forward and then knowing, yeah. you know, that, hey, when you when it's zero blitz, you you get that thing, you got to get it out. And when you do, Jimmy was betting on that. He went right to his check down, which I think was probably, I can't say what, uh, you know, because you can only see for so far, but I can't say what, you know, without looking out from up top, like what yeah. else was he supposed to do? I thought he went to like the right alert, whatever, but Jimmy just made a good play and that, that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, to me, that's a poorly designed – I mean, not, not to get too nitpicky, but on third and nine, you have to have two people in the backfield, someone to pick up that blitzer because if the defense – even if you completed the pass, you forced a check down on third and nine like you lost. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I don't understand what happened there, but uh, you can't make a bad play worse from Trey Lance's perspective. No, yeah. no, no. And then, the, you know, he had another throw uh, with, that Emmanuel Mosley was like oh. right to him almost. And it was like, I saw Yuse check in the flat and I was like, I thought he was going there with it. And I just like, he tried to force it in and it's like, it bounced right off of Mosley. So, uh, yeah, right. So I had so. Debo on a dig. I was watching Debo's route and I thought, I mean, there was a window. I thought yeah. like when I was looking at his helmet, like he he had Ayuk there, but I saw a use check right there, and I thought he was just gonna go and get that thing out to use check for just a quick because he's been pretty good at that, like getting it down, like uh, checking it down and moving it. Um, one thing I want to point out real quick, I think we're talking a lot, a lot about passing in this training camp. This team isn't gonna pass that much. No, I really want to underline that they're gonna pass less than they did last year. Yes, and a lot their passing is gonna be off play action. It's gonna be situations. It's not gonna be that much. No. Uh, th this team is gonna run so much. Trey Lance is going to run so much. I know people don't want to hear that. He's going to run a lot. I mean, he had, how many, a nice design, he had a nice design run today too, actually. Very they, nice. They did quarterback power. They did all kinds of stuff with him today. He's, I bet you he's going to run average between eight and 10 carries again. That makes sense. And how many of those are just going to be scrambles? How many of those are going to be like, 50 to 75 yeah, so, yeah. So, but you know, it's funny that you bring that up because I felt today was the best day for the running back group as a whole. Yesterday was Elijah Mitchell's day, but today, all of them 
had very good runs. All of them look good, especially TDP, who had his best day of the day today. Yep. We're going to talk about him next. Let's answer a couple of questions. That's funny because we haven't even gone over topics, but that's the next guy in line mm-hmm. that is on my mind. Matthew Sanders says, I test quick release drill. Look, great footwork is strong as QB since dropbacks don't look fluid, not fast or agile, but powerful, accurate. Sometimes I just think the reps are a little inconsistent. There's times where you'll see it and you're like, there it is. But then like rep to rep, that kind of just changes. And again, that's not really the worst thing in the world, because as long as you get it done, you get it done. Like, we, you know, we're talking about throwing motion and stuff like that. But that quick release drill, I really thought that was important because there's been a lot of talk about his arm slide and like, you know, where he grips the ball, all that stuff. Right. But, you know, John Gruden used to run something where he would take the laces off the ball. And he would throw them at the quarterbacks and say, listen, sometimes you're not going to be able to grip it the right way. You want to learn how to do that. Obviously, you always want to find the laces. But I thought it was kind of funny that today Brian Greasy opened up opened practice with that, doing doing that drill with those guys. Yep. Uh, nope or dope review says, is this the same Jimmy G offense with some deeper passes or do you feel this is tailored to Lance? It's tailored a little bit more to Lance, but there's still those those shorter passes that he connects with Ayuk on. Now, him and Debo, they're still working through some things. Like, he hit Debo on a drift route, like that big drift route that he's good at, like in the middle of the field. That looked good. But I wouldn't say it's the same Jimmy G offense. I would just say that there are the explosives that are there, and you saw it on the, on the two-minute drive. But it is a little bit more tailored to him. And the way that they've been running the ball, they've been running it a little bit more inside what I've noticed a little bit more. So like, I think they are getting to that. And Aaron Banks actually had a really good rep um, opening up a hole for, for, um, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. So they're just installing the offense right now. There's a lot of quarterback uh, driven run stuff they can add. And I feel like they're going to have to figure out how they win with Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. And if he's a little inconsistent throwing early on, but the running stuff is working, then they'll feature that. I don't think they have any conscience. I don't think they're like, oh, you know, he was our first round pick. We put three first. We can't run him. I, I, I think they're going to do what they have to do. They're going to do what he does best. And if that involves four or five quarterback driven runs a game, they'll do it. I don't know. I, I don't think they know what they have to do yet, but that's on the table. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Is you work on that stuff in practice, but you're not going to ask him to do that in the game. It's like the same thing yeah. with, with when Garoppolo was here. It's not, hey, throw that thing down the field a bunch. You know, you have to tailor it to what he's doing well, what you feel that you're confident in. And that's going to go game to game as he progresses throughout the season. You're going to see a little – you you may see an increase, but that would have to come with the progress that you're looking for from Lance to have Kyle move move the, the needle that way. Gabe Rocha says, how has Tay Martin looked? Was high on him coming out, but haven't heard much. Is he just running with the third stringers? Yes, but he's winning in the one-on-ones against the third stringers. He looks like he's a good route runner. Maybe Problem is, he's, pro- he's, pro- he's probably not going to make the team, probably. I mean, you think about how many practice people they're going to keep. Practice squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the guys that are locks, obviously, Debo, Ayuk, McLeod, uh, Danny Gray, probably. Malik Turner has a really good shot as well. Um, and Willie Sneed is just here so they can practice, right? Like, they need more body. Oh, and Jennings. Excuse me, and Jennings. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, it's going to be hard for another wide receiver to crack that. Isaac Perez, 23, says, has Kinlaw looked at you yet? Hello, how's he doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we actually talked a little bit. We joked around a little bit. It's squashed. Anyway, um, how's he doing? He's looking healthy. He's out there. He, He's yeah, I mean, he was, today. he was there today. He had a really good bull rush, I saw. Like, he was just, like, driving the guy back. It was It was really good because it was close enough to me that I could see those one-on-ones. Like, I didn't pay attention to the – the pass blocking one on ones this time, like I looked over at the at the line, and there were a few uh, good reps from linemen. I saw Donovan West had some good reps. I thought Burford did actually pretty well. 
Um, Jason Poe even had one really good rep. He's so small compared to those other guys, man. It is shocking to see, like, even from afar, all of those linemen are giant. And then, like, here's little Jason Poe. But he's got some strength to him, and it's hard to get under his pads. Agreed. Uh, Flav says, Trey threw a pick six and then came back and won the game. Sounds like the arsonist was a firefighter, no? That's oh, funny. I That's like funny. It. I like it. Yeah. Uh, look, if Jimmy Garoppolo had a practice like this today, I'd give him, i put him in the good section too. I was really impressed by that last drive, particularly the touchdown pass. I mean, honestly, that was, that was the moment because that, that's a play that Jimmy doesn't make in practice and, in his dreams. And let me set the scene again. They had every single different, they had three down linemen. That's it. And then they had everyone else either in the end zone or in the front of the end zone because it was goal to go situation for the game. And he still fired that thing into Ray Raven Cloud. Very impressive. And it's like they had everyone covered. He had to leave the pocket. Uh, they had Debo covered. They had Kittle covered. They had Ayu covered. He finds Ray Ray. Oh, and he he rolls, he steps out to the left. Ray Ray's on the right. He fires it across the field. I mean, he does these things, and it's like, wow, that was extremely confident the whole play. And then he'll, he'll have a throw where it's like, man, that didn't look so confident. But like there, that whole that whole drive, he he felt like he was a five year vet, you know. And all of a sudden, he was just oozing confidence. Like I, I guess a great defense. It was very interesting. That's the that's pretty much like a, that's the way to encapsulate his entire camp so far. Yeah. Yeah. Is that you'll look at those moments and you're like, there it is. And then you look yeah. at some moments, you're like, what on earth? And and it's yeah. the inconsistency between the reps. And again, we tried to tell you there's going to be ups and downs during the season. Well, camp's yeah. no different. There are those ups and downs and everything. It's nothing to overreact to, but but there's there's some struggles there. There are, and he could tell you that. Yeah, absolutely. Like he could end up being a very good passer one day, but this camp uh, going against this defense, there's gonna be bad moments, but shredded him. He shredded him on one drive. Flay, thank you very much. Uh, we got one more, and then we'll get back to – I think we got you. Hold on. There's one more. No, there's like three. Hold on. What throws is Lance going to money on? Throws is Lance going to money on? What do you think that means? It's. I mean, I guess it's what's he what's he doing well. It's not necessarily the deep ball right now, which most people don't really do well uh, with the deep ball. I was talking to Crocker about it when we were, when we were um, watching today's practice. You know, Josh Allen led the league with a 41% deep ball percentage. That's four out of ten. Those yeah. aren't necessarily high percentage throws anyway. Right. I'd like him to see him get like a little bit better with that. But I think it's more those time that what he's been really good with is two things. Identifying, looking up, and then getting down to the check down quick enough if that's all covered. Like not getting off reads too fast, but knowing, okay, that's covered. I'm going down here with the ball, getting that out. And the timing and stopping in-breaking routes with Brandon Ayuk. He's been money with that. Where yeah. Ayuk will start, sell, he'll sell the nine. He'll put his foot in the ground and come right back. By the time he turns around, that ball's out on time and right at his chest. Like that is the type of stuff that he's been doing very well. So everybody wants to see the deep ball. It'll get there. But that's more encouraging. These type of throws are more encouraging, in my opinion, than those because I think we already knew that he could hit those deep balls. Well, he hit a lot of deep balls earlier in camp. And it, I feel like the deep ball, it's not just – it's a – it's a relationship with a with a receiver. Mm -hmm. You got to know how fast he is. You got to know what kind of burst he has when the ball is in the air. And like right now, as you pointed out, Ayuk and Kit and excuse me, we talk. Lance and Ayuk have a great connection. Uh, he's throwing the ball with anticipation. He knows when Ayuk's going to be where he's going to be, and he's hitting him. Not so much with Debo right now. Like Debo, that he hasn't been there. I don't think he's quite playing at the speed he normally plays at. Nope. They're off. They're mm -hmm. just off right now. Yeah. Um. But that'll come around with time. 
It will. Yeah. They stayed after practice yesterday. They they were yeah. throwing those that straight nine route that he was on. Like they were throwing they were throwing those because they want to yeah. get that down. I think all the other things like those drift routes, he'll get to it because those are usually wide open throws in the middle of the field. Like that's how they they create a way to get Debo that separation, and he's just wide open. Those are easy. Donald Johnson says a man's greatest learning experience is to learn through mistakes and failures. He'll be great for sure. Also, his humility and maturity in the press conferences are awesome. Great show, GC. Thank you. Yeah, it's very easy. It's very easy to judge quarterback or I don't like judging quarterbacks when things are going well. Right. Like when mm -hmm. things are going well and you're hitting all your layups and, you, and, and everything's going well. That's not when you judge a quarterback. You judge him when things aren't going well. How does he bounce back? Can he continue? And, and that's the one thing that I've noticed from last year to this year. Same thing. Trey Lance does not stop firing. He doesn't. Even if it looks like maybe he's unconfident. No, he's he's confident, man. Like he's good in that way. I love him coming back. And then you saw it, what happened with that last drive. Again, like have to have it. You know Kyle's putting that pressure on him like and saying, you know what, get back out there, get back in the saddle. We're not shying away from you. And look what he did with it. And one thing, too, like what he did on that final drive was throw three passes to Kittle. First one, Kittle caught it in the flat, turned up field, 17-yard game. Mm -hmm. And it's like to me, one thing, one reason that he's kind of struggling is that Kittle doesn't really – compete and practice the way he used to it's i don't think he's dogging it but he's older and there's no reason he's proven he's not out there like catching five balls a day the way he used to and in this drill like he just took over it was like oh right of course still george kittle still a great player he just doesn't necessarily do that anymore because he doesn't need to he did today when they needed it it was like george where's 85 so that's it's a good reminder it's, he's not as washed as i thought he was george you're still very very good i take it back that's not as washed as i thought <laughs> no, he, he dominated was. He dominated. No. And the thing is, too, is I think that's going to be a good indicator of when you have to have it, right? Is it going to be Kittle that's going to end up being that guy that he looks to, even if he loves Ayuk as much as he does? And I think Ayuk's going to have an amazing year. So, Well, it should be Debo, but Debo and him are going to have to have some time. They'll get it together. together. The logical truth says, from your perspective, could this be the best Niners defense you've seen? It's training camp, I, I, but it's not, it's not crazy to say, but I'm not ready to say it. Yeah. A lot depends on uh, Kinlon Armstead. Kinlon Armstead right there in the middle. A lot too, depends on those two. And Talanoa. Demon SS says, what is Trey's completion percentage since he started uh, since he started improving? Also, is Juwan Jennings having a Richie James 2021 camp? Kind of. That drop was bad. Kind of. Yeah, bad. it's like, dude, what? Bad. Yeah. Um, Trey's completion percentage is in the 50s. It's not great. I don't have I think you can kind of, I think you can kind of expect that going into the season as well too like like high 50s like not not quite 60 that's what you're going to probably get from Trey. But it again completion percentage is probably one of the most overrated stats anyway but I would pose this to to anyone watching. Let's just say you look at the numbers and it says 11 for 22. But three of those are 60 yard bombs, two of them are touchdowns, right? Like again, you know like that stat, yes. The thing that you want to see is you want to see him finish on, like, you know, move on third down. Like, you're going to have to pass to get third downs. But the context of those numbers, right? Like, if he went 10 for 10 on all checkdowns, are you guys going to say, well, he went 100%? That's context. Like, that. that's what you need, like, to talk about, like, what he's doing. So those explosives are going to be there. It's not going to be a completion percentage party. He's not going to turn into Drew Brees all of a sudden. But those explosives are going to carry everything else. Also, this is a run-first team that just got better in the running game because of, because of this guy. I mean, every other every running back is going to be more efficient because of him. He's going to be their second leading rusher. I really believe. I think he's going to get eight carries a game. I mean, he's going to be running the ball as much as like Josh Allen is the way I see it. And who runs a lot? I think he'll be effective like that. Anyway, 
We have hella comments. Sorry. Uh, Gold Rush Podcast says from day one to now, what has Trey gotten better at? From day one to now, what has Trey gotten better at? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think he's gotten better at the situational football. How about that? Today, two-minute drill, third down. He had a nice throw to Debo to convert on third down. He had a nice throw to Ike to convert on third down, I believe. Um, you don't see that very much in training camp. It's, But today, I mean, the move the ball. How about that? Situational football. I'll say uh, like the command of the huddle, like what I did notice. And one thing that I saw when he was at the line on one of his better throws of the day is he checked at the line. So yep. he, 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 you know, he hit the can and then he, and then he got the ball out quickly. So he understood what he saw and he checked out of it and he checked right into the right thing. I think that's something that I think everybody knew. Everybody called him the smartest anyway, but I was really impressed by that. I saw that happen. Like, and then the next play, like that same play, he he connects on that play. Kid tricks. This is, I feel like Lance Niners are going to play like the Eagles. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. It's going to be very simple. What- in what way, though, I'd ask? In the way that they're going to try to lead the league in rushing. Jalen Hurts is going to be a big part of their rushing. I mean, I think he, didn't he lead the team in rushing? Last? I don't think Lance is going to lead the team in rushing because I think mm-hmm. they're not really going to have a a committee. I think it's going to be Elijah Mitchell taking as many carries as he can handle. I think the offense will be a little bit more explosive than the Eagles because, I mean, now they've gotten Jalen Hurts and that, you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, you know, like now. So, But I think that I would say that that's kind of fair, but I wouldn't say like full on like Jalen Hurts style. Like I wouldn't say that. Breaking news, Jimmy. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. So he could go to the meetings, but he doesn't want to. Fair. He could do the throwing somewhere else, but he wants to be at practice doing it in front of the media. Hmm. Is this your moment? Is this your what does that mean? What could it mean? Right. <laughs> if he wants me to say that he's looking great, I won't do that. He'd have to pay. I me. won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Joe says, not sure if you already talked about it, but how is Brian Greasy compared to Rich? Any difference in terms of drills? Uh, t- to Greasy's credit, they have like a new drill every day and it seems to be topical based on what they're facing in camp. Um, so I don't know, I guess we'll see. I was going to say, I noticed him today and he really was working on that point that we were talking about with gripping the football and everything. That's why everybody's like, Oh, it's coming out wobbly. It's like, he's not necessarily grabbing the lace, the laces, but you know, the, the, the drill that they ran was, was, uh, you know, they, they, they hiked the ball to him and just quickly get it out. And then yeah. there was another one that they were working on, which I got video of is it's play action with yep. his back but they roll a big ball to him, like in front yeah. of him. And he just like, yeah, yeah. React to pressure after turning your back. That's good stuff. Um, yeah. PA the powerful one. Got it to start. It'll be the same GG uh, JG offense. Then when D starts selling to stop the run, that's when Trey will be unleashed by then he'll be settled in. Interesting. I think they're going to play, they're going to play ball control and they're going to, you know, their defense is going to put them in good spots. They're probably going to have a lot of turnovers. They'll have change of field position, things like that. So it's not going to be like Trey Lance having to take them 90 yards down the field every single time. Like he's going to be playing good spots. I don't see him having to bear the load of this, this, you know, responsibility of this offense. They're going to do everything they can to play complimentary football around him as they did with Jimmy Garoppolo. For sure. Mooweed says, hey, Grant, do you think Trey's worked on sliding after a run? Seems like something he struggled with whenever he took off running last year. I guess we'll find out. That's not something he would e- I've ever seen a quarterback do in practice. I've never seen sliding in practice. Work on sliding? He wants to He wants to try to run people over, man. I, I want him to slow down with that. Yep, because that, that got Carson Wentz in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be like uh, North Dakota State syndrome. It's like you can do that at North Dakota State, and you did do that at North Dakota. You can't do that here. Mm-hmm. Keneal Mason says, what's up, Keneal? Sermon Mitchell TDP uh, seems to feel like a three-headed monster. Hope we don't overuse Mitchell this year. How's Sermon improved this year? Um, what do you think? I can't hear you. There you go. Sermon looks, 
Sermon looks good this year. I think that he's yeah. um he's been uh much more consistent in his cuts. He makes the good cut and he's going. Like he he looks stronger. He had another drop today in one on ones. That's like twice. So obviously, you know, pass catching is not his thing. Um, I think Mitchell looks really good now. He's finally picking it up. And CDP has had stacked like two good practices in a row after just being like kind of just there, like you know, and, and not really doing too much with it. Even Jeff Wilson had some good runs today. Jermichael Hasty had a good run today. Yeah, he did. Uh, to me, though, like of all the running backs in the team, take Hasty out. He's like a scat back. Of all the running backs, like Sermon runs the least hard. Not that he's like it's soft or anything, but Jeff Wilson, TDP, Elijah Mitchell, like those guys run hard. And then Sermon is like sliding, sliding, sliding. He's nifty, but I don't know if that's what they're looking for. I feel like they they look at that as being indecisive or whatever. But it seems like he's becoming more decisive. Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, slimmed up. He puts some muscle on, so that's good. But yeah, I mean, he's gonna have every shot to get back in there. At Jason, Rob stats praise your work ethic. Yeah, I appreciate Rob, man. But you know, he knows. Uh, um, I'm on the Niners Nation now, so I got to do it. But yeah, I'm done today. After this, I'm I'm going to the airport. I'm going home, man. Flav says it's August 9th, 2022, and Trey Lance still hasn't led a real game-winning drive. Flav's a big uh, Jimmy Garoppolo fan and Trey Lance skeptic. Here's the thing. How does it make you feel as a Jimmy Garoppolo fan that he's being replaced by someone like this? He's not proven. He's, he has, he, you know, like he has very little experience. And the, the organization is like, Jimmy, you're out. You can throw there if you'd like, but we don't want you anymore. We're good. Flav, I would ask you, it's August 9th. There's no football games. Like, what is he supposed August, to do? August 6th. Oh, I mean, yes, about... August 6th. Yeah. I mean, it is August 6th, but there are no football games. I, I don't know why that, like, you know, oh, he hasn't let a game winning drive. He's, he got to play in the game? I don't know. Casa Jello says, just... if this is a run first team, how are the running backs overall? And how was the run blocking? It's good so far. I mean, Aaron Banks had a good day today. And I think that uh, they've kind of got it's Burford's job at right guard. Um, and you know what the two bookends are. I think we're just trying to figure out what center is. Does camp look different with the new coaches? No. Nah, um, never... Uh, just the greasy part, I, I would say, is a little bit different. I saw Anthony Lynn out there with the running backs, but it's the same same old deal. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Hankerson runs the same exact drills as Wes Welker. All right, moving on. Tied up his price. You mentioned that he impressed you today. He got carries with the first team offense for the first time, I mm -hmm. think. And this was during the move the ball period. He got four carries in a row, gained 20 yards at a 10-yard run. So uh, that's pretty good. I was impressed. He runs hard. And I think he's sort of annoying the defensive players because he'll like create violent contact in camp and they are hitting him hard and he seems to like it. I, I like that about him. What do you like? What do you think? Yeah, you know what's funny is, you know, for a guy who's an inside runner, and I think it's it's good for him to get north to south, he's actually really good on pitches to the outside. I saw him catch a pitch and he was gone the other way. Now he fumbled yeah. one of those pitches a few days ago, and that was something that you know you really can't do. Yeah. Um he uh he had a bad pass blocking rep yesterday. And that's the quickest way to get yourself yeah. in the doghouse. It's like not pass blocking well, but today he looked really good running inside, finding that lane and going. And he is going to try to initiate that contact, but mm -hmm. it's actually more shocked with how when they toss the ball out to him, that how fast he can get out there and he moves. I think he's a little bit, his his speed is deceptive and he kind of gets to it pretty quickly. I think he has a, a little bit more burst than Mitchell. I would I mean, say that it gets it gets there speed. faster. Like I think if Mitchell Mitchell needs to a little bit more to get to that top speed, and it may be a little bit higher than Ty Davis's, but but Ty's he, he gets to it faster. Burst to the to, to the line of scrimmage, or right? To he the gets head. to it quicker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, which is big because I feel like that's the whole reason that Debo's playing running back because Mostert's gone and there's no one else who can really do it. And the blocking on the Niners' edge is so good, not just from the tackles. 
McGlinchey and Williams, but also Kittle and the wide receivers too. They really seal the edges very, very well. And if you're fast, I mean, you could get five, six yards without getting touched. We've seen that for years on this team. So yeah. someone's got to do it. Debo can do it. And today I saw Debo in the backfield working with Lance on an option play where he puts the ball in his belly, takes it away, and he just like shovels it to Kittle. So they're, yep. they're working on some stuff. So, so Debo's getting back there again. So overall, are you encouraged with Ty Davis Price? He was a controversial pick. Two days in a row, that's all you can ask is stacking days. You can't go off of just like, well, he had this many bad practices. If he continues to improve every single day, that's what you want to see. He looks a little bit more comfortable. It's taking him a little bit longer. Like even Anthony Lynn spoke to, yeah, he's not like where we want him to be right now. But again, that's why it is training camp. That's why you get to keep going and keep practicing. But he's had two days in a row. It's, it's like I was just telling like oh, Croc was there and I was like, Croc, he hasn't been looking good. And then. Across like, well, that looked good. Like, well, that looked good. I'm like, well, now it makes me look stupid, you know? So, I mean, but he's he's been really good the last two days. You saw when he made Trent Williams and a bunch of starters, like, ooh, and on, gave him a big high five. When I don't mm -hmm. know. It was either 40 or 49. I forget. It was either McCrary Ball or I forget which linebacker, but he juked mm -hmm. the hell out of him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always, like, when, I, when the entire offense goes, oh, I'm like, okay, everyone's impressed. That guy's probably – that was probably a good play. I mean, I don't know. I'm no expert. So mm -hmm. yeah, he did that. Yeah, he's pretty good. He he had a really he's having two really good days right now. So that's really encouraging because they're gonna need it. You can't just run Mitchell all the time and you don't want to start this with Devo again. Prediction. Who's gonna have a better pre who's gonna run better in the preseason? Ty Davis Price or Trey Sermon? Jordan Mason. Oh no, no, no. Uh yeah, Trey Sermon. No, I really like Jordan, Jordan Mason. Mason. I just is like impossible to knock down, knock down, right? He's got this Jordan Mason's doing so good, man. He's doing very well. He's he's been the most consistent guy all all uh camp right now. I mean, every day he's always doing something. You can see what the Niners are trying to be at running back. Like, they used to have scat backs only. You had to run a 4-3. Now it's like you have to be the most physical running back ever to be on this team. Sorry. The, the way they described Elijah Mitchell is he's 2-whatever, two 2-15, but he runs like he's 2-30. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. He's brutal. Um, and you have – and Debo runs like that. I mean, if the wide receiver is going to run like that, every freaking running back has to run like that at this point. They want to be the most physical team in the league, so that's who they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that that is a way to beat teams down is continuously hit them over and over, you know, like that Marshawn Lynch quote. So, yeah, I mean, I understand exactly. It's it's a mindset. It's the way you set the tone. That's what this team is built around. Yeah, and it seems like every year in the NFL, defenses get a little smaller. So why not? Because you're trying to get faster. Yeah, Carmelo Torres says, now a lot of people think Trey Sealing is Super Bowl holding two uh, two trophies. What's your opinion? I'm not ready to talk about that right now. I think that – Look, again, I, I think I've said it so much, but with like Trey, Trey Lance, I'm not comparing him to Josh Allen because I think that's just an easy comparison for people. What I want you to notice is like the, the time that it took for Josh Allen to get to where he was. And that's the sort of patience that you need to have with him, you know, as it goes on, because you don't get the fruits of that labor until year three without being patient. Like, that's the best way I can put it. Also, Andrew Luck, like he... um won 11 games as a rookie, completed 54% of his passes and rushed 62 times. He rushed uh, four times a game. I feel like Trey Lance is going to rush double that. But even if his completion percentage is low, he could still be effective. He could still win. It's a really good team. Yeah. You know, Nathan sure. says, so Jason, you won't be there tomorrow for Dwight Clark Day? I won't, unfortunately, man. And I don't think it's going to be in the stadium either. I think it's going to be at the practice field, right? I don't know. Yeah, they're not saying anything. Apparently, the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers destroyed the field. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I saw they, they've been putting the uh, brand new 
grass out there. It looks like it's like it's. I don't know if it's ready to be played on. Mm -hmm. um, let's be real. What the hell is Jimmy doing? Go home. Yeah, it seems like he kind of wants people to see him. I think this is sort of like, I don't know, his free promotion. Anti-99. If you want to piss off Kyle this early in the season, ask him if Jimmy's presence alone is giving unnecessary pressure to trade the youngest starter, I think. Oh, they need a second. Or this was pointless. Um, They're not going to get a second. I, I, don't think, I do think this is unnecessary. I don't like them that he's there. Uh, and I do I am I am waiting for them to cut him so I can be like this whole thing was so stupid. I'm gonna say that so stupid, unless they trade him. Great, but yeah, dude, it's not gonna happen. Just Damn gotta God. hope that just gotta hope that Trubisky continues to go over 16 in team periods and everything, and hopefully the. <laughs> uh, what does doghouse mean? It means that you're uh, on the on the on the coach's so, shit list essentially. So yeah, so doghouse is outside, right? So if you're put yeah. in the doghouse, you're out of the house, right? Like the house yeah, is warm and everything. Right. Like you're like your wife puts you in the doghouse, you're not allowed in the house. Like That's yeah. Right. So powerful one says what kills me about the O-line is the musical chairs at center. Just pick one so the O-line can build that chemistry, cohesion, and communication. Yeah, it's but they legitimately don't know who to pick. Legitimately. Right, but it's it's starting to look like it's going to be more Brunskill than anything. Like, Brendel has some good reps, uh, you know, lately, but it's like he always seems to be the one that's, like, coming up again back on um, with the first team. So, And then Kyle said that he's good with the guys that they got. Like, they're not going to call J.C. Treader. They're not going to call Billy Price, nothing like that. So, for better or worse, it's going to be one of these guys. I mean, they, they were good with Hronis Grasso for, like, eight games at one time until he cost them a victory, and then they changed their mind. So Good. Ooh. You know, teams always like their plans in August. We're, we like our guys. We like, uh-huh, I'm sure you do, until you lose one game. Um, over under Niners have a top five defense and offense by end of year, Jim's Taco. Over, like, wow. Um, man, I don't know if they're going to throw five, them have a top five offense. Top five's defense for sure. Top five offense yeah. is going to be tough because they're not going to throw as much, and people are going to know that they're going to want to run the ball. With 17 games, they just might set the franchise record for rushing yards. That could happen. I, I don't doubt that. Or attempts. Yeah, uh, 808 Niners says, is Ambry getting cooked in one-on-one -on -one drills or is it an 11-on-11? -on um, one-on-one -on -one wouldn't concern me, but if it's 11-on-11, -11, then it might be a problem. It's 11-on-11. Can, can, can I take this one? Yeah. Do you, your answer to that question is yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Ambry. Uh, maybe he just wasn't that good. Maybe the Niners, excellent defense and excellent coaching staff did a good job of sort of – They did. They they, they played – they played to his strengths. Um, they yeah. played to, like, you know, keeping him out of harm's way. But yeah. remember, it took every single – cornerback go, going down for him to play and yeah. and you know i hate to sound like this but like you know we have this fun thing in the stands where it's like if we miss a play and we we're like oh who who's who's in coverage everybody just goes you know who's in coverage so i'm keeping track so far so far he's given up 19 catches on 22 targets according to my notes so not not Eek. great Eek. not great um at least they and got Jerry's word and then Lenore, I don't know about him being slot corner. I think uh, they're, they're giving Samuel Womack a look up there, too, as well, too. They really like him a lot. Johnny Green says, how come the media uh, the media's take on Trey Lance is so much different from you guys? I know Colin's a hater, but it seems everyone thinks we'd be better off with Jimmy. Because they have no pulse of this team. They have yeah. no they have no sort of idea what's going on. Like, all of these people, it, it took, it took after Kyle Shanahan says, oh, this is Trey's team, all the national media started – well, they turned it over to Trey Lance. Well, welcome to the conversation, National. Yeah. It's, it's it's happened already, and it's like, why did you need that to happen? So, again, I'm gonna keep saying this: 
national media, those guys, they all know that the best way to create content and the best way to generate clicks is to shake the hornet's nest that is the 49ers fan base by talking bad about the quarterback and saying this, this, and this, and riling everybody up. Flav, love you, Flav, says, G-Child, I just wish Lance fans were more passionate uh, and believed in him more. Do you think they really want Trey over Jimmy? It's hard to tell. Lance fans? More passionate and believed in him more. I think I think there's I think there's absolutes on both sides that I think are are insane to be behind right now uh, on August sixth. There's just these absolutes that you know, like I've seen people. Trey Lance is going to be a top five quarterback this year, is he? I don't know about that. And then there's the other guys. Trey Lance is going to be absolutely terrible, is he? I don't know about that either. Like, yeah. the, here's the funny part about this: is it's time to watch it watch it happen. Like, you can stop just saying things that are absolute without information right now at this point. Like, there's no problem in saying, I'm still properly evaluating this kid as the 49ers are. Like, I don't understand what's the rush to say something because you want it to be true. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. It's that, that's not how this works. We're all evaluating right now. I mean, it's fair to acknowledge that, you know, there's not a lot of evidence to go on with Lance. So to have a real strong take that he's going to be great or awful feels like just kind of guessing. Yeah. I mean, based on what? I mean, yeah. I, I I happen to be very optimistic about him, but I noticed that he hasn't played much the last two years and his performances in camp aren't exactly all pro caliber. Now, there are mitigating factors going into great, against a great defense, but it's a work in progress. I always just felt that, you know, the work should have started last year. The bar that he has to clear to be better than the previous quarterback is very low. And there's a lot of people in this organization that can help them. Yeah. Um, so if it's if it looks bad in camp, it'll probably look better in games because it used to look freaking awful, yeah. awful for Jimmy Garoppolo in camp. And the Niners would prop him up all the time. Best so Jimmy, best game, camp Jimmy's ever had. I mean, that pick that 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 uh, Trey threw today was a pick that Jimmy's thrown countless times on mm-hmm. in, in 49ers camp, and it's like. You know, Jimmy fans would be like, who cares? It's practice. Well, okay. All right. That's how you feel now, right? Narratives, man. It's just, again, narratives. And it's about, you know, what you want to be true. So somebody somebody gives you a report out of camp and they say something about Trey Lance that, you know, doesn't fit what you like. Uh, what does he know? Look at what this guy said. It's you looking for what it is you want to confirm your priors. And that's just a weird way about going about anything in life. Forget football. All of that is just weird. Right. Official BNA Music 88 says, Jason, your pick for the new team intro music. Anything that has little baby in it, man. I don't want to hear Kodak Black this year. I don't want to hear, um, you know, what's that other one? The the big step in. I know that's a big Bay Area song. Why? Yeah. I like Kodak Black. He's all right, man. It's just like that I was like a big step in. Well, that song's a little played out. Like that was out yeah. last year. Anything with Lil Baby. If Lil Baby's gonna put out an album before the album the season comes out, then because him, Debo, top of the game, they both quality control. Like, let's make it happen, man. Let's let's okay. turn this up to 10. It seems to me, and this has been to my charting, that when the 49ers listen to Little Baby at practice, they get a 10% increase in everything that they do. And that is the high-level analysis that you're here for. I don't know about you, but anytime, like, Little Baby's on or, like, Playboy Cardi, I'm like, yep, I'm too old for this. Oh, <laughs> you got in there, huh? It's like, not me, man. Kind of mumbling, singing over auto-tune trap beats. Not like, me, man. Yeah, I just, this is, sorry. This, the comic book right. shirt and and listening to to new school rap is what's keeping me from being like uh, I'm straight up boomer at this point. No, I'm a boomer. Peyton Wisdom says, "How many snaps will Tebow get at center this year?" I don't know, man, but he might have to do that. Jason Poe needs to. 
Will Drake Jackson start the season? No, but he's going to be on the field in third downs. Believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a passing, uh, a pass rush specialist, a la D Ford. How is Nick Zakel been? I don't know, but not as good as Jason Poe. I just want to say that. That undrafted free agent, Jason Poe, is nice. He got a good rep today into um, Zakel, though. Like, I, I had to ask, like, you know, who is that? Because, you know, it was far away, but he had a good rep today. It's he hard. Did have a good, yeah, he did have some good reps. I yeah, feel like he was. This has been solid of all yeah. the guys. He could be, he might end up starting for them in a guard spot. And I feel like he's probably their third best tackle, too. He's a solid player. Colton McKibbitts has been actually really good, honestly. I saw him on a few good reps today, and I'm very shocked because they had him at, at tackle again. Jim's Taco says, last one, if Arrett goes back to healthy form before injury, can he take over for Mosley? Um, sure. But I, they Kyle was asked this yesterday, and he basically was like, if you get him by week one, great. If we get him by the end of the year, great. I feel like they're hoping he might be able to contribute if they're in the playoffs. But I think they, they might even – give him a whole year off and, and bring him back next year. I mean, they'll go real slow with him is, what, is, is all I'm saying. They're not gonna they really him. like him, man. And they're going to wait yeah. as long as they can. But I mean, it, him coming back would be a great problem for them to have. So Isaiah Gill, uh, I Isaiah love Gill says, uh, I'm passionate AF. Yeah. That's the Trey area guy. Thank you. Niners red zone says my man, Grant, I see you killing it. Something I noticed was Lance looks much more comfortable when Kyle is calling plays with faster timing. That's it. He was playing free and easy. And that's that's the best way to, for you to get that pick out of his mind is just go. Go play ball. Trey area, oh, get that hate out of your heart. Tim Goodman says, what's up with special teams? Will they improve this year? I don't know, but they spend 10 minutes on it every day, and I hate that. I'm like, what do you 10 mean? minutes of special mean, teams? Man? It's what like, man, mean, I got to go somewhere else. I'm just kidding. No, nah, the highlight of my day is to watch Mitch Wisnowski nuke punts and and robbie gold kick field goals with that small upright so it's the highlight of all practices thank you gabriel uh official bna music 88 says my pick is that new ab it slaps okay it does man i listened to it in the airport and i was like you know what this is not as bad as i thought it would be mozzie need to make a song for the niners best north uh norcal rapper yeah, can like you keep it clean though like he's yeah, like he's he's no, pretty, Mazi, yeah, he's Mazi, pretty. extremely aggressive Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, can you keep it like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I have body count on my on my playlist. Like, I, yeah, I know really how to do that. That'd be like a good song to like practice to, but I don't right. know if you, yeah. Niners fan in Brazil, yo, what's up, Leonardo? No, hold on, Leonardo. Yeah, I read yeah. that correctly. Nice. All right, moving on. I want to talk about. So, I want to talk about some people who are in contract years. We know Ayuk's making that push, and to me, like, I really like watching players in a contract year in camp. Because at this point, players are tired. Like, Traverius Ward, I, I don't even know. He just felt like he was going through the motions today. Whatever. He just got paid. But there's some people that need this. And they will go 110% every freaking day to get that bag. Emmanuel Mosley is one of those guys right now. It is a pleasure to watch him practice in early August. This guy is kicking ass. Like, Debo is not getting anything on him right now. He will eventually. But if Emmanuel Mosley could just intercept some passes, he would get so much money. Good player. What do you yeah. think? He almost had one today, but yeah, he's no, been incredible, man. Yeah. He's been incredible. And, yeah. you know, no 49er fans don't want to hear this, but he may price his way out um, if he keeps on playing this well. I mean, you have to think about it, too, like where he came from. You know, Traverius Ward was in a similar boat, right? I think they were both undrafted. And look yep. at them, you know, like Traverius Ward just got paid and Mosley's got a chance to do that himself. And yep. and Mosley's going to do it over two different defensive coordinators as well, too. Like he played yep. really well with Salah and, and, and he played very well with, with Ryan. So, yeah, I've been impressed with him as well, too. The secondary has been a joy to watch. Like, they're all getting their hands on the ball. I'll say that. Look, Jimmy Ward got a pick. Hufanga's got one. He almost had another. Charveris Ward was intercepting almost everything. Mosley's getting his hands on the ball as well, too. So there, there's sure to be more turnovers this year easily. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, 
the the urgency that certain excellent players have. Like not mm-hmm. every great player practices like like for example, Kittle used to. He doesn't need to anymore. He doesn't need to. He takes he doesn't take all the first team reps anymore. But today he he turned it on. Um, Debo did it last year. Ayuk's doing it now. Uh, anyway, Emmanuel Mosley is doing it, and I think may, maybe Travis Ward's an inspiration. He's looking over there. He's like, man, you were undrafted free agent. Free agent. You're getting 16 million a year now. That could be me. And it could be. I mean, he's not as big as Traverius Ward, but damn, he's yeah, he's really good. Bigger than he's, he's playing himself. Yeah, he's playing himself into a nice payday, and that's good. You love to see that, man. And he he uh he's been practicing very hard, and he's just trying to you know make sure that it's out there, so there's no sort of false narratives about like how hard he's playing. He's playing well. It's going to be interesting because the Niners are playing very aggressive press man coverage this year, and just based off reputation alone, week one, you know where Justin feels in the and the. Bears are going. They're going at Mosley first, I would think. And so he's he's working really diligently preparing for the challenge. And I think it's going to be fun for the rest of the league to figure out how good he is. Because I don't think they really know yet, even though he's been around. They don't. Um, and they'll always the the I, I guess it's the beautiful thing is they'll always attribute the defense's success to the pass rush. And that kind of just leaves him to be underrated and not thought about. Because they're just like, oh, Emmanuel Mosley, he's only winning because of the pass rush. Right. Yeah, he's actually clamping up. Yep. And last year, too, they, they started playing that real weak off coverage. Now they're being very aggressive. And if he can hold up. Uh, now, he he struggled with this at time. Like, he had a tough game against um, DeAndre Hopkins. He has had some rough games against elite wide receivers. But right now, he's having great practices against elite wide receivers. So I think he might have taken his game to the next level. Yeah, and last year he was really good as well, too. Yeah, yeah Joshua says Mr. Relevant should be the starter. Wouldn't be as big of a distraction compared to Lance and that other guy. <coughs> what? Excuse me. There was, okay, so my favorite, Brock Purdy. Oof. Brock Purdy, yeah. my favorite Brock Purdy moment today was um, he had Dan, Danny Gray deep and well, somehow overthrew him. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know he had that kind of arm. But uh, it's like, dude, come on. He was open. <sighs> I don't want to be disrespectful because he's fighting for a job and he's an yeah. NFL player. But every time that he's getting reps, we're just like, dude, can you turn it over to Lance again? Like, and get him more reps. Like, it does yeah. not matter. This, like, it's just, it's a waste of people's time, man. He's usually the guy who's just throwing passes on the one on ones. Like, they, like, it doesn't look good on the field. He's not good. No. Man. Just let Sudfeld get more reps with the threes because Sudfeld. I mean, watching Purdy has really given me an appreciation for Sudfeld. I told you, I, everybody wants to talk oh, crazy, man. Did. Yeah, a lot of people were like, forget Nate. They got Purdy. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Nate Sudfeld is freaking Dan Marino compared to Brock Purdy. And he can move. Christ. <laughs> Isaiah Gill says when we get in a meet and greet. Oh, yeah. Oh, like Chris Brown? Now that the pandemic's over, we should do that. Let me. I'll get back to you on that. That's like, now that like I'm Chris Brown? You're going to take pictures with everybody like Chris Brown after the show? Yeah. Powerful one says three safety sets, more deep, a funga box, ward slot until JB is healthy. Or a clear nickel quarterback emerges. That's the answer. I'm not sure about Tavarius more. You'll see more he, of that though. I I want to I want to see like what his athleticism is like following this Achilles tear because I don't see the speed he used to have. I mean he he got beat today by Debo. He got beat by Kittle a couple of days ago. I'm curious. He ran he ran with the ones today early on in practice yeah. during the install. He did though. He did, though. Sean says, I think Ayuk is going to get Debo traded if they both stay healthy, but next offseason. He seems like the long-term type of wide receiver they'd covet. I like Debo, but he seems like a good trade for picks next year. 
Um, that's Why not both? Why not both? Sign both. I mean, you know, I mean, I just like I'm not trading him. If Debo gets hurt, then he's too expensive to trade. I don't know about that, Sean. I don't know and, about that. And the good thing about that deal is, and the reason that I would push back on this just a little bit, Sean, is that the the term, uh, the 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 length of the deal for Debo, it's not exactly, it's not four years, it's three years. You know, so I think that's two reasons. One, Debo didn't want to be locked in for too long. And if he does pay off, then it gives him an, uh, an opportunity to, to get a next contract. But if it doesn't work out, and let's just say Debo Samuel gets hurt a bunch, then the 49ers are not tied to him either. So, like, it was smart on both ends to do it for that many years. I, I, I just want to say something. We're going through now, like, players that I really enjoy watching deep into camp because they give such hard effort. Usually it's the guys trying to get money. A lot of times the guys who have just gotten money aren't given that effort. So I just want to say, Debo, I, I miss the old Debo a little bit. I miss the Debo who was going for the bag because – Great. I mean, the best player competing at his best. He just destroys people. I'd like to see him get there again, um, because I think in football, you kind of need to train. I mean, he needs to do what he did last year to be to be like that. He needs to and, do that. And that's the thing. And literally an unprecedented season, something that's never been seen. And you have to do it again. Man, I mean, right. Right. And so far, the offseason has been different than last year. That's all. It's been different. He's going to have a very good year. But, like, you cannot expect you cannot expect what he did last year, especially because nobody's ever done it. I don't. Brett Cassidy, thank you. Tour 49 says, yo, Jason, I saw you at yesterday's camp. I was wearing the Blue Jays hat. Ha ha. Nice meeting you. Taj, that's my boy, man. It's nice to meet you, man. Shout out to you, bro. Andre says, shout out uh, Mimo catching all trades passes to him. Who's Mimo? Shout out Memo catching all. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Sorry, Andres. Maybe it was a typo. BA will be a top five receiver this year. Ooh, that's gonna be tough. I'd love that, but that's gonna be tough. I still, really? I still love. I, I, and I'm gonna stand by my hot take. And this is before I saw him at camp in any way that he's gonna lead everybody in everything because of the connection with him and Lance. It's gonna be tough for Debo, Ayuk, or Kittle to put up big numbers because they're not gonna throw that much, and all three of them need targets. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It's gonna be tough. We'll see. Will this uh, Niner football team qualify for playoffs? I don't know. I think so. I think so. Um, I think I think I that know. it would take it would take some really bad injuries or, or completely falling apart at the quarterback uh, to for this team to not win nine or ten games. Like just based on this roster and this coaching staff, man, they're just they're loaded, man. They they are loaded. If they have an average offensive line, yes. If they have a bad offensive line, no. And I don't know which one it is yet. I, I don't know if they have a center. I, I mean, like the right card, though. They, They've got centers, but they do they have they a starting center? Yeah. Starting center is, I yeah. guess, what I wanted to yeah. say. Um, Joshua Wyatt, what's up, Joshua? Howard Kittle's legs. He got skinny last camp, and it didn't serve him well. He's the most important player on the offense, especially with a young quarterback. Um, I, think, I think he looks fine. Looks like last year yeah. to me. He looks fine. Looks yeah. fine. Yeah. I, I, what they're doing is not – he's not having, like, super intense practices. And I think and, that's probably the best way to handle a 28-year-old wide receiver who's had injury. Like, and to be fair – and to be fair, too, like the catches that he's making on 11 on 11 are like quick reads and like where he's like sitting there like like this and he gets tackled right away. Like they did the ones that he's like running free. They haven't actually hit on yet. Just yet. They did in this. They did in the situational drill. Though. Yeah. Aziz is also in a contract year. Who do you keep? OK, let's talk about it. So other people in a contract year, Dre Greenlaw and Aziz. I'll show you. Oh, this God, is interesting. Man. Two linebackers, both trying to get the bag. Um. Both will not get it from the 49ers. There's no way if they both play well, they'll both get super big contracts from the 49ers. Maybe one will. 
who do you think the 49ers ultimately will keep of the two? Who's better? My opinion of Drake Greenlaw has changed since I saw that he started wearing the felt the velvet do-rag. That is like that is such like black air force energy. Like it, it um yeah. I love Aziz. I prefer Aziz. I've been on record saying that. Um, but I do think it's gonna be Drake Greenlaw's the guy that they they bring back that they love. You know, they drafted him. Aziz was undrafted. Um Aziz is like foul money for them, right? And they slapped a second round tender on him to keep him away. But somebody is gonna pay Aziz Al Shair, man, and he deserves it. I think he's a very, very good linebacker. And during times last year, I'd been on record saying that he was playing the best linebacker of anyone on the team, including Fred Warner. Yeah, and and uh, I'll always go back to the Seattle game where he wore the green dot, called all the plays, nearly had like the game saving play where he he stripped sack, uh, he stripped the the ball out right there. He had like every single tackle in that game. He was getting better in coverage. He's actually pretty good in coverage today. Um, but I do think that it's going to be Drake Greenlaw. That's who the front office probably prefers at this point. They drafted him, um, and I think they may feel that like he's a better fit next to Warner. I think maybe Aziz goes somewhere and plays middle linebacker. I don't know, but it he seems could. like. I think that's a mistake. I like Aziz. I like Aziz a lot. I think I like the undrafted guy. I think he's bigger. I think he hits harder. I think he's better in coverage. And, and, for, people, and for people that say like, oh, well, missed tackles. Well, I mean, it was Drake Greenlaw had like about like an 11% missed tackle rate uh, last year. And Aziz had like a 12.5 and Aziz played more games. So, I mean, those numbers are. Aziz gets in the backfield way more than Greenlaw. Greenlaw is like a, like a side to side running around kind of linebacker the way I see it. He's faster than the other guys, but getting in the backfield, that's Aziz. I'm not saying anything bad about him, man. I was talking to a guy Haberman on the sideline. He started walking towards me, and I was like, oh, this is it. Drake Greenlaw's going to pick me up and body slam me in front of everybody. Like, he's huge. That do-rag, I don't know what's going to be happening, man. Like, But, uh, yeah, no, I think it's going to be You think he get really sweaty. That's why he takes it off at times. But that yeah. is, like, it's not the nylon do-rag. It's velvet. Like, that's different, man. That's I actually, I was so, I'm glad you saw it because it was last year. He was wearing it, and I actually—it was so. I actually—you're not supposed to talk to the players during practice. And he walked by. I said, "That's really cool. I really like your your do rag." And he said, "Thanks." So I broke the rule <laughs> just to tell him how much I liked. I was like, "Wow, big this black force!" I never wear, but I want to every day. Big, it's you know it's saying? big. It's big black Air Force One energy. Yeah, I want to wear that, but I can't. But I want to. <laughs> it's so great. Andre says, uh, Mimo is the EQ ball guy for the quarterbacks. Oh, uh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, out. he is actually. Yeah, he is actually completing a bunch of time. Boss man gives me a dollar. I appreciate it. Thank you. Trigger anyway, G. Niner says, if Ambry and Demo are going to be on special teams, why are we hold it on to Jimmy? Kyle and John drafting is questionable at best, but they can sign these undrafted guys. I mean, that's the thing, too, right? It's like, you know, you can give them – grief for who they missed on the draft but they, they'll always come back and have undrafted free agents not just be on the team like be key contributors Emmanuel Mosley Aziz Alshair so you have to give them credit for that as well too very imperfect but that's just how they do it like for, for every time we're mad at a draft pick you have to kind of correlate that to an undrafted free agent that they were able to bring in and get so much out of William Bennett says I heard Trey needs to work on his short game well, I mean the one incomplete pass he had on the final drive was a throw to hasty that hit hasty in the hands but it was high. it was high yeah i feel like that's, his placement, he can he can his placement on the short stuff should be a little better it's like the, right it's just a little too high like there, there's one where like i on the outside i think it was like two practices ago where he runs uh an in-breaking route but the ball's too high like it's just yeah. it's just too high man so i mean yeah. it's it's not that he needs to work in a short game it's just the ball placement on those throws matthew sanders gonna keep says gonna keep who can get sideline to sideline faster yeah it's greenland 
maybe uh i mean i have i have some examples of him like taking wrong angles and things like that as well too but we don't have to get into that right now fair i'm just saying like theoretically i think he, mm -hmm. he could probably run in a, in a straight line faster than disease i would think probably jerome says seems like the niners always trade someone away before the season who do you think are trade candidates maybe one of those running backs i know who this is off the wall though like you like like stay with me here Hold Jimmy on, Garoppolo. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that they just cut him on final cuts? They're gonna have to. Final, gonna like have the to. final day of cuts, they cut him. They're gonna have you to. Yeah, you keep him as a twenty-seven million dollar backup. No, you can't trade him. No, no. And he hasn't. Been, he hasn't been working. He hasn't been working at all. He hasn't been in any meetings. He hasn't spoken to Brian Greasy. Like, no, 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 no. No. Um, Jerome. One more. William Bennett Grant. Uh. Okay, thank you. Boss man says it's very possible the Niners win it all and shock the world. I mean, don't let that happen. The NFC Championship game last year, it wouldn't be like that crazy. Don't let don't let that happen. We're gonna let the receipts run wild if that happens. Okay, Aaron Banks, he didn't do anything last year. He's getting all the reps at left guard. They they drafted him in the second round. They need him to work out. What is your impression of him so far? He's had some up and down moments, just like everybody on this offensive yeah. line have, especially when Trent Williams isn't there. But I thought he did really well today. I felt like he had some good reps one on one, and he also was really good um, during eleven on elevens. He opened up a big hole for Elijah Mitchell, um, and he's you know again ups and downs, bumps and bruises going to happen. But um, having Trent Williams there to the left and having a stable center as somebody that you know for a fact is going to be there calling out everything, um, I think that'll work to his advantage. But I think he's improving very well. Uh, in the in the one on ones, he's a a little concerning because he gets beat the same way every time. It's just he can't anchor. he doesn't anchor in this drill. He does seems to do, he seems to do better in the eleven on elevens, but in this drill, I think he was like zero for three today with two false starts, and that's kind of a typical. But then then in eleven on elevens, he's you know, putting Kinlaw on the ground, opening up big holes. So um, I don't know if he if the pass protection is going to be a liability, but it seems like he could be a real asset to their run game. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, right, is is pulling him, you know, moving him in different spots, you know, putting him advantages, you know, where he can win. You know, one-on-one -on -one is not really where you want to be with him at this point. I don't really think that, that he was brought here to pass protect. I think it was yeah. more to help with the run game. So, again, in the same way that we, like, look at McGlinchey and, and we know his limitations, we might have to start thinking about Aaron Banks that way too. But, you know, the good thing is, is he has plenty of time to, to improve, plenty of time. You know, when they drafted him, everyone's like, man, this guy's a big boy. This guy's big. He's, he's a mauler. And I covered Mikey Potty. That's a mauler in my eyes. Prime Mikey Potty. And, like, he he's as big as you be, 6'5", he's 3'30", supposed to be like that. And I've never really seen him play like that until he put Kinlaw on the ground today. Kinlaw's a big guy, too. If you can do that, I mean, he might be able to actually maul the way he's supposed to. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. And, again, day eight, day nine, whatever it is, you know, go for it. Why do I get this stupid bot? 30 minutes into every freaking show or whatever. What is it? It's 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 some some not safe for work stuff. Yeah, it's like, dude, go away. There are children here. All right. Brian says, where does Hunt wants out of Cleveland if Watson gets a year? How about JG for Hunt? Yeah, man. Just trade Jimmy Garoppolo for anyone or anything. A player? Yes. A pick? Brian, I think wow. Brian. I think you're thinking too low. Like you trade Garoppolo for Hunt, Nick Chubb, and uh, Miles Garrett. Like, you you got to think bigger, man. You got to think, think bigger. bigger. Come on. Don't sell yourself short here. All right, <laughs> Don't so sell yourself short. Yeah. Oh, 
okay, we talked about. I want to come back to one person in a minute. That's on a. That's on a uh, contract push. More on him in a minute. Is that? Did you just more <laughs> on him in a minute? Talked on banks. Yes. QCMorse.com. Please buy it. All right. <laughs> Spencer Burford. So uh, again, it's just one-on-one -on -one drills, and I don't know how much they really translate to the games. All I know is that Aaron Banks having a tough time in this drill. Spencer Burford, not really having a tough time. Mm -hmm. in this. I don't know who he is or who he thinks he is, but he's really good at this. I mean, he can anchor. He's big. He's built like an offensive tackle. He's got long arms. He's really hard to beat. What do you think of Spencer Burford? He's been really good. It's his job. He's the right guard. Yeah. Like, it's his job. It's not going anywhere. He's actually really good pulling, too, like moving out and, and, and being out in front of the running game, which he knows is important, especially from the guard position. Yeah, it's his job. I mean, I don't really see anybody coming in and taking it. I mean, as as much as they got out of Daniel Brunskill, um, I just think that they're ready to move on with that, and they'd rather see Brunskill at center in some capacity or be the backup or something like that. But it's Burford's job, man. He's got it. Yeah. I'm, this might be their best draft pick. I mean, I like Drake Jackson, too. Uh, not sure exactly what his role is going to be. He, they, he may be Arden Key. He may be a very good interior rusher. But if they get – a starting right guard in the fourth round, a guy who can play 100% of their snaps, that would be phenomenal. That would be great. Someone just yeah. $100. We'll get to him in a minute, but thank oh, you. And yeah, Brunskill, we'll you know, and again, you know, Brunskill came from where I think it was the AAF. Um, you know, they've got a lot out of him, man. Like, you have to give them props for that as well, too. Like, you, you can't hold him up to, like, this standard of him being, like, a top five, top ten guard or anything like that. But what they've gotten out of him is, is really good. But if you can improve there, then you can help out a lot uh, in in terms of like what they do with McGlinchey and pass and pass blocking and things like that. So it's 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 really good to improve it. And if you improve it with a rookie, it's even better. Kai too nice says honest trade assessment. Up and down, up and down. Like you know, like you see it, it's inconsistent. Flashes sometimes not. Overthrows guys. That's the part that that I've been seeing more and more. The deep ball overthrowing, not necessarily hitting it. It doesn't mean that it's just deep ball. Sometimes Ayuka have a step. Sometimes this guy will have a step. He'll just miss it. So it's just up and down right now. Right now he's going through the motions. It's ups and downs. But at the same time, that last uh, drive today was very, very encouraging. I'd say he's pretty much what I, what I expected from camp. I mean, I I did think that there was going to be like um, you could tell that he was that he didn't play last year. I mean, I still think he's showing that he's the best option for the team. But the fact that he didn't play last year, he hasn't played in two years. He was never going to come into this camp and just shred this defense. That was never going to happen. Um, and that was never going to happen. I saw I saw some I, – I forget who it was about, like, like putting up the numbers that he had last year in camp to this year. But last year he was going against the twos. Now he's yeah. going against the ones, man. Yeah, he's like, going against Ambry Thomas and Diamondor Lenore last year. Now it's Mosley and it's Traverius Ward. And it's like those guys aren't getting beaten quite is – that, is, is that your new that, – that, is that your new guy now? Is that, or is that Ambry. Just, yeah, man, Ambry, Ambry's doing so bad in camp. Like he's like having one of the worst camps I've ever seen. I did. I, I was almost like, "What's going on?" He wasn't this bad last. I, maybe I don't know, but you've seen it too, right? Like, oh, who gave okay. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Amber. Like that's that's oh, the same. Man. We did it today. Like we we were like they were like, "Oh, who was that in coverage?" And I just looked and I was like, "Like he's he having like, like an AJ Jenkins camp, man." Like, come on. Although maybe not that bad because he wins occasionally and win the one on ones. It's like, mm -hmm. wow, how did you do that? Uh, William Bennett says, "Worried about the center, most important position." Yeah, they better figure that out. But I think that's they got. Yeah. Dave Barclay says, Grant, I've watched every video, but haven't caught a live feed since January. Still loyal. Thank you, Dave. Thank God they named Trey Starter. I buy a different jersey every year. First was Bosa, then Trey last year. Uh, then your interview with Ward got his now. 
We're going to talk about him next. I love Jimmy Ward. And I love you, Dave. That was extremely generous. I wish you would like asked a question so I could do something for you. But thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was whew. Quick being night, baby. Bam. <laughs> red lost another ten just to say love you guys. Thanks for what you do uh for us in the offseason. Now I've probably missed a lot, but who is the new O-line guy just signed? Okay. Jordan Mills. Dude, I don't know if you caught him in one on ones, but he's good. Good. He's good. He's good. I think he was he fits a starter him. for a long time and then everyone mm-hmm. just gave up on him. I wonder what happened. I think he fits what they want to do. And he was very good today in one-on-ones, actually, because every time I kept coming back, I'm like, man, who is that, Bill? You know, brand new number. And everybody's like, that's 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 Mills. And I was like, wow. Really I was like, yeah, she moved well, just mm-hmm. confident. Yeah, Josh Good veteran. Yeah, who is the best pass-blocking running back in the rotation? I feel like whoever that is will have a lot of run just out of necessity. Uh, let me look real quick. I think I wrote some of that stuff down. Um, let me see. From I think it was from yesterday that I saw some really good pass-blocking reps from um, Sermon. Let's see. No, um, half that. Uh, it depends. I mean, TDP missed on a big one. Sermon's been good sometimes. They're not really using like Elijah Mitchell in that drill and that drill as well too. So I mean, it, it it all depends. But I know that if you're gonna be missing on pass blocks, that's gonna be the fastest way for you to get out the rotation. So I agree with that. Rock. Yeah, I don't know yet. I I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I would think Elijah Mitchell. That's their three down back. Rock Jordan Mason, said- man. Yeah, Rockstar says, who is the better runner, Cap or Trey? Niners fan from Qatar. Cap. Cap was maybe the best quarterback runner ever. Cap. I mean, I, th- I think he averaged 10 yards a carry in the playoffs. Who does that? I Cap, Cap. literally might have been more effective as a runner than Michael Vick. He was so freaking good. And run. run like a gazelle is Cap. Oh. I mean, and and the, and the only reason that I, I, I can't say Lance is because he's only played two and a half games. So, you, I mean, I like this question, but I think we should check this out in a little while. Let's see. But, I mean, Cap was just different when it came to, like, and hitting that next level and just being able to run past people. Yeah, it's Cap. No, I think he was – Lamar's better, I guess. Lamar, Lamar's, Lamar's probably better. the best one I've ever like, seen. Cap was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, man. Running the ball. Um, mm-hmm. Trey's very good, though. Dave Barclay. Oh, bought BA jersey for my nephew, too. Just came in mail. Damn, he looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's finally doing what people wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is Kyle said that Brandon Ayuk will just come into his office, say hi, and stand there silently. Someone must have said to Ayuk, dude, you got to you gotta communicate. Go into, go into Kyle's office and say hello. So he took it literally and was like, okay, I'll go into his office and say hello. But after that, after that. <laughs> I think what's happening is like he's having like this moment of where he's like, uh, he's letting everybody know, like, I'm that guy. Like, I'm, and, and it's like, in everything, like, my presence is going to be felt. Like, it's almost like he walks into to Kyle's office and he's just looking at him, like, yeah. It's great to see a young man have that realization and do it. Like, we yep. saw with Debo last year, we're seeing with Ike now. It's like, we saw the potential and now you're doing it. It's great. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan, thank you. Brian, thank you for becoming a new member. If you want a, uh, a promo code, well, it's 10% off. CPH1, cone phone. To say it, Jonathan again, thank you, Matthew Sanders. Why does it seem like when Jimmy practices, he's trying to barely maintain a limited skill set, whereas Trey is continually and actively improving? Thank well, you. Well, well, well. Look at that. Hmm. It's funny too. You see Jimmy on the side, like doing the same throws every day. It's like Jimmy, man, you got that throw down. He's like a golfer who only practices with one club. It's like, man, can you move on to like? <laughs> you got the pitching wedge down, man. You got it. I haven't been watching him, man. I just, I just like tune him out like when i see him i'm just like oh look he's actually pretty fast i'm done like i don't want to jonathan's just throwing dollar bills at me like i'm a stripper thank you jonathan i appreciate it lawless light top three d in the league easy 
I think so. I, think I don't so. know about easy, but yeah, I think I it definitely could be. He could be number one. Jonathan mm-hmm. Chavez, again, a dollar. Thank you. Man, I appreciate I like the dollars. That's nice. Dave Barclay says, uh, hook me up with merch, Grant. I got you. 10% off. CHP1. CPH1. Not CHP. That's California Highway Patrol. I'm sorry. CPH1. Narc. Phone, phone, point. All right. Last guy I want to talk about we mentioned, Jimmy Ward. Now, you don't think about it, but Jimmy Ward is in a contract year two. Mm-hmm. He is 31. He's going to be a free agent next year. And <laughs> he is so competitive. And he doesn't need to be, but I guess if you want it, more money, helps. And today, he did not take the day off. Whitner was there. He walked by and he's like, you know, I liked a, a day like today because you really see who wants it. Like, who's going to go the extra mile on day nine? Okay, yeah, Jimmy Ward. He was going up against uh, Jawan Jennings and Ray Ray in one-on-ones and had PBUs on both of them. And he was like doing a dance afterward. And a bunch of people on defense were like, get that money, Jimmy. I was like, oh, yeah. And then he had the pick six. So Jimmy Ward, you thought he was on a mission last year? Uh, He looks like – he always looks like he's 25. I don't know what it is about Jimmy Ward. The dude perpetually looks 25, and he's got that extra motivation to kick ass this year. Love watching Jimmy Ward play. Yeah, and this year he's going to get in in position to do a lot more things in terms of, like, what they're going to ask him to do. Like, they're going to ask him to to help Hufanga along and, like, and and take things away at the top or, like, have him, like, move – Kufanga to single house while he plays in the slot. He's going to do a lot of things this year that is only going to help his stock. And if you don't think that the NFL is interested, I mean, he turned down more money to go to the Raiders and signed back with the 49ers. Hmm. So he this is going to be his last contract. So, yeah, he's definitely going to want to get paid. He's going to be in a position where he's going to have to make more plays because they're going to rely on him much more now that they have a bit of an unknown. Although Hufanga has been great um, in, in coverage and everything. And the way, they've just been using him closer to the line. They just expect Jimmy to be that guy, that eraser on the back end and 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 help the kid along. Let's say Jimmy Ward has his first Pro Bowl season. Finally gets the recognition he deserves because it's overdue. Do you think the Niners will pay him, bring him back, 32 years old? I would love that, but I'm not going to sit here and hold my breath. No. You know what it is. You know who's going to walk into that. You know who's going to walk into that room and say, "Well, we like you, man, but." We only like you for this amount of money. That being said, Kyle seems to have a lot of sway in this organization. And if oh, he, when he wants to. If he likes you, likes you, yeah, then right. Parag kind of just falls in line. Right. So I don't when know. He wants I mean, to. It's, it's Jimmy Ward. It seems like he's been that guy. Kyle might just say, um, he's one of us. I don't care. Right. right. If, if, if Kyle comes in and says, nah, you're going to get it done, it gets done. You know, so, and otherwise he'll stay out of the negotiations. But like. It, he kind of trumps all of that stuff if he wants to. So you got to hope that that's the case. I, just to the theme of the day, people who work hard and kick ass on day nine of camp have my eternal respect. I love it because I had to drive down there and watch. And I'm just saying, I appreciate those people who competed. A lot of the backups do, of course, because they're jobs on the line. But I'm working my ass off standing for that entire time too, standing up, man. Like it's it's a it's day nine. It's a, it's it's a grind, man. Like we're also we're also cooking out there too. Like Chavarius Ward, excellent player, has had some really good days in camp. Today, he just mailed it in. And I was just like, man, no one's going to mention it because you're great and no one cares. But it's like, dude, I saw that. Come on, Traverius. You're way too good for that. And again, it brings up like, you know, you just got paid. Like, I, I hate to see that with players. It's like, oh, you lost your edge. The edge was the pursuit of the thing you just got. Like, the great ones, like Jerry Rice, are pursuing perfection. That's what they're chasing. You should be that guy too. And you just don't know. 
Right now, you can see when they're in pursuit of the bag, the great ones are in pursuit of perfection. And we'll learn that. I guess, you know, I guess you have to get the bag before you know what really motivates you. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see, man. I, I can't really say that I saw him like sack it off today or anything like that. Like, again, I just I'm not saw that he, off. he just got beat by people that he should never, ever, and ever, that's, that's, ever, ever get That's what I was going to say because he went from a guy where it's like, don't throw the ball at him. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what's going on here? He shot Johnson beat you? What? Ooh. Come on. Ooh. I don't even know. I didn't even know there was a guy named Keyshawn Johnson on the team. Like, mm -hmm. wow. Sorry. I knew the original Keyshawn Johnson. Grandy uh, Meal says, Alfredo Gutierrez, any good? You know, he wins one-on-one -on -one reps against – Robert Kimbiche. I'll give him that. I love his story, man, but yeah, it's it, he's better than last year. Yeah, but he when he was on the field, like I think it was like two or three practices ago where he um he had to like take extended reps at right tackle. Ooh, man, like it was it was it wasn't good. But no, I, I love good. the story. No, I love the story. I love the story, and and I think he's he's great for the game and everything in terms of what he does with uh, you know being Latin and, and being Mexican and playing like that's good for for us. But like, yeah, it's tough on the field sometimes. It is, but I do want to give him credit. He's better than last year. Last year mm -hmm. he couldn't win in the one on ones at all. This year he consistently blocks Robert Kimdiche. I don't know now. Everyone consistently blocks Robert Kimdiche. I don't know what it is with Robert Kimdiche, but um, anyway, Gutierrez, good for you. Jonathan Chavez, thank you very much. Jonathan Chavez again, thank you very much for the one dollar oh, bill. Chavez again, making it rain. Grant, make Cowherd stop. He makes my ears bleed. He's very. You're his source. Make him stop. He doesn't understand, huh? You're the source. Make him stop. Super funny. Jonathan Chavez, don't got a hundred, but about to get twenty ones. Yeah, thank you, Jonathan. Man, you are super generous. All right, that's the show. I've already kept uh, Jason too long. No, dude. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Um, a lot of Bay Area music being played today, right? Thank and, you. And uh, I heard the Mac, Dre, and everything. So funny, quick story. Um, I'm riding around with Jordan. We're on our way back from practice. And there's a there's a car that pulls up, like, right next to us. And it's, like, about three or four women in the car. But they are knocking this Bay Area music that I could tell is from there. And they are going insane in this car. And I look over at Jordan, and I'm like, my goodness, man. These Bay Area people and women are different, man. Like, this is wild. Like, it's 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 a completely different culture, man. So, like, I, I noticed that today that they were playing a lot more Bay Area stuff today. It's a very, like, it's a bubble out here. Like, mm -hmm. we listen to our stuff. Like, mm -hmm. you will never hear freaking New York rap out here. It's like, no, no, no. The New York rappers, the New York rappers, they don't, they don't, like, when we listen to them up there, it's it's either when they pop off and it's never, like, the smaller guys. Like, it's never like that. Like, yeah. you guys have a... It's, and they never support their own, right? Like, you guys all seem unified over here. But I just thought that was a funny story to pass along because it was just – they're knocking the most ignorant song that I could hear, and I'm like, this is Bay Area music. And they are going insane in the car next to us. And I was like, this is different, man. This is way different. I feel like if you're from the Bay and you really feel like you're authentic, you have to have a hyphy side. You have yeah. to. You just have to. I'm sorry. Anyway, we got a couple more. Dave Dave said, okay, bought a shirt, but it wasn't enough to qualify for the break. Uh, what? I guess the uh, the promo code. We talking about? Oh, I don't know. What? Like, oh, be because you have to spend some amount. I don't know. Oh my goodness, Are you man! Tripping? What on earth is going on here, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Uh, Brian Sanat says, "Who replaces uh, the the uh, K one Blitz?" Right now is is. Um, Denard, well, what I want to say was they had Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward's doing a lot of covering wide receivers in one on ones. He covered the slot receivers. Maybe Jimmy Ward is going to get some reps at nickel at some point. 
Yeah. Um, and maybe Jason Verrett comes back and they start moving around, you know? So there's a lot that they can do. But Womack was, was coming on those blitzes as well, too. It's still there. I just I think what you're asking is that who's going to execute it with the the efficiency that, that K1 did because he was so good at it. He meant break his time missed. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. Sorry about that. Cali Boy 58 says, Does Ayuk having a breakout year mean that he won't be on the team for the long term since Debo just got the bag and Lance will be coming up? Nah. The the salary cap's going up. This salary cap's going up. It's fake. It's all uh it's all uh maneuverable and stuff like that. So I, I wouldn't worry about that too much. There is a way to clear a bunch of money right now, you know. But uh, I mean, I'm just it's, it's tough for me to you know. Think I'm sorry that the the, the uh, promotion didn't work. It's supposed to work. I feel bad, but th- thank you, um, Dave Barclay. Clearly, isn't worried about money. You're killing it in life, and I appreciate you, Dave. Thank you very much. The show is over, guys. All right. Please stop giving us money. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'll be back tomorrow. See what the Niners do on day 10. Jason, you flying back tonight? Yeah, it's tonight, man. So it's good to see you uh, for a little it's while. Been exhausted we already. You're just embracing yeah. the jet lag. Oh, All yeah. Right. I can't. I, I'm going to. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> All right. See you guys.